all you ladies in your pockets at home. The club is full of ballers and their pockets full of grown. <laughs> and all your fellas need to get with your friends. <laughs> That's the first solo we've had there. I don't know. The song goes on. Jumping. Is jumping. It's podcast, podcast. And this is podcast, podcast. podcast. All right. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast, brought to you by Denver's very own Cook Street Productions. My name is Nate, and I will be your host tonight. Um, why don't we go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves. Um, and when you give us your name, tell us, you know, if you could just get one thing this Christmas, or in some cases this Chanukah, what would you want? You're just as Jewish as I thing. am. You're exactly <laughs> as Jewish as I am. What do I need? Oh, I was thinking, oh, I want a back brace <laughs> for my car. But, Mom, if you're listening, I know I already got my Christmas gift. Just like <laughs> a support? Yeah, I was thinking, my back hurts a lot in the car. So Justin is just- my name, <laughs> back brace is my game. <laughs> Keeping those answers short. All right. Uh, I'm Evan, and I want some spinner rims. Spinner rims, that seems like I mean, Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have them. It's time to have them. Yeah. Um, my name's Travis, and I actually, this is an easy one, really, any, any of our podcast listeners could, could hook me up on this. I want some new plates. I don't like our plates. <laughs> to eat off of? Yeah. I, every time I cook something that I think is going to be great, I think it's less great because of the thing that I'm putting it's it so on. so snobby. Yeah, but I mean, at some point you want. It's like, like in terms of like third world cut, like you know. Well, are we doing? Not that? only am I hungry. You want a back brace? Yeah, but like no, all this food's great, but I don't like the way it looks on he my. He just said plate. spitter ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way my wheels tore, turned over. All right. Well, first off, just in case we've got some new new listeners, mm-hmm. um, Rotten Potatoes. What we'll, we will be doing today is discussing a new movie out in theaters and um, eventually betting on the Rotten Tomatoes score for that movie. Um, Three guys will guess. The guy farthest away will see it by himself as a punishment for his malfeasance. Yep. Um, and today the movie we will be talking about is About Time. It's about Time. It's About Time we're talking about it because yeah. we've all been pretty excited about it. Yeah. But before we get to that, yeah. let's talk about Last Vegas. Yeah. Which I went to see today, Tuesday, at 2.15 p.m. Nice. Mm. Prime time. Honestly, it's prime rotten potatoes prime time. Prime rotten potatoes time. Right before, right before the early bird special. Dude, I was... Okay, so that's the main thing that was interesting, was the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got there... actually got there a little early. Yeah, there was then, a crowd, at least? There was, like... There it was, was an early bird movie, if it's been... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's gotta get their Salisbury steak. Yeah. Two ten showing, and there was probably 25 other people in the theater. Wow. That's legit. That's at that surprising. hour, at that theater, too. That's Absolutely. Cool. And, um... No exaggeration. <laughs> there were, I I sat there and counted. There were five people with canes, two with wow. walkers, one with an oxygen tank. Oh my! Was God. it a field trip? No. I think it was a field. There was trip. like four. Was there any groups. overlaps? There? I think they called a field trip. In a there was they one. Called it <laughs> the oxygen tank also happened to be a walker. I was going to say so the a, oxygen tank should yeah. probably have a walker. Have a walker. He sounds like a superhero, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oxygen tank and like. All right. I mean, I get that. I get that it was catered to older people, but I didn't think that old. Right. Yeah. Like, I thought maybe like they can't. They don't have enough time to wait till video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't chance it. They also can't go to Vegas, so they just go to a movie about Vegas. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. They prefer the no, but like cam. it was pretty awesome to, to watch a movie with these people because first off, they're all pretty deaf. A lot of them, and so they're talking to each other. And like, you know how the joke, like when you're watching a preview and you're like, "Oh, that looks good." You want to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're saying it as the sound. It's ends. great. Yeah, that yeah. happened every single time. <laughs> with every preview and most lines in the movie, yeah. you'd hear the lady like, the "Oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that." Like real life, that was happening. Wait, do, oh, were God. they to, were there groups? There was like a group of four, another group of two. Okay, so I was five. wondering, like. Because old folks' homes probably do like movie theater tricks. Yeah, they right? might have been. Um, which one was the bad grandpa? Were they all? Was, was it hard <laughs> to tell which one Johnny Knoxville was? <laughs> it was pretty obvious. Yeah, all four. It was like yeah. the Nutty Professor. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's a blackface, which is weird for Freeman. But... I think you guys are confused about the film. No, no. I, well, like there couldn't be two us... movies about yeah, old people behaving badly. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Well, there were. <laughs> but th- this was less about. I mean, <sighs> what would you give it? I, what was it? A forty-three Rotten Tomato. Yeah, yeah forty-three. So I would give this a fifty. 
Whoa! I would say there's no reason not to see it, and there's no reason to see it. <laughs> Your life is That's not changed either way. way. It, it's actually. exactly like I, I sat there after the movie thinking like what I was going to tell you guys. I was would like, you like? Is it immediately a showtime? Is do you want to see this movie when you're hungover a bunch? How many times will you watch this hungover? I feel like it's that kind of movie. Okay, yeah. Here, here's what I was thinking the whole time. So I left when I left the movie. I thought. I don't, I don't really remember any laugh out loud moments. There's a couple where I chuckled, like, oh, that's clever. He's old and he did that. <laughs> but, like, there's something... They play that up? It's yeah, crazy. It's there, so there's these four actors. They're all likable, pretty good actors. Mm-hmm. And I, like, there's something really likable about the movie. It's like a comfortable movie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, exactly. Just yeah. like you'd expect, really. And so I am good, definitely going to watch. It's like yeah. the perfect hangover. What, did you laugh out loud at the part where Morgan Freeman was dancing? Um... That's pretty laugh. funny. I, I laughed at a couple parts. Morgan Freeman is good. <laughs> Morgan Freeman played. Like, he yeah. actually kind of killed it. I thought he did. It didn't look like he didn't mail it in. No, yeah, he kind of mm. killed it. I mean, like, he had a couple good jokes here and there. and I mean, he was definitely the best part, I think. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm sure we'll rent it in, like, a like a versus Lincoln kind of, like, we could get a <laughs> double feature. Right. To close a serious movie up with some last page. Yeah. No, no, you should. I, I, I would recommend you guys watch it in that. No, I mean, it's yeah, going to be a great TBS movie someday. Yeah, exactly. Right. See, I thought that like yeah. it'd have to be watched in IMAX. It's <laughs> yeah, really weird. No, they'll it. bring it back in like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. 20th anniversary. Yeah. Um, also, Mary Steenburgen. Bur- Bur- no. She's um, she's amazing. <laughs> she really does keep getting better. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think she's a Steenburgen. Virgin, as a virgin. Keep going. <laughs> she's a tasty treat. It's cr- yeah. yeah, she plays. Yeah, she <laughs> plays. I was surprised. She, keeps she plays hard. Well, we're gonna get her on this podcast at some point. We've been. In t- <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be so uncomfortable yeah. in this apartment. We've been in touch with. with <laughs> we her really people. like you as an older woman. <laughs> to several podcasts. We've been in touch with her people and with Sandra Bullock's people. Yeah, and I think we have a better shot with Steve Burch. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might have screwed the Bullock. Yeah, pitch. she's not yeah, happy with you. Not happy with you. Yeah. Did you? Do you have a shout out movie? I do have a shout out movie. It's um. So, Shut Up Movie is a segment where we pick a tired movie convention um, that stands out and kind of just yeah. call BS on it. Really grinded your gears. Really grinded yeah. my gears. And the movie was so kind of, like, likable. I didn't, like, right. there was plenty of places where, like, yeah, that happens in movies. Yeah, it's a movie. But the one that bothered me was, um, <laughs> they, obviously, they're in Vegas. They got to look good. So they go to a tailor, right? And they have that where they all, you know, the guy standing there. They do a montage yeah, of them yeah, turning right. with the different suits, <laughs> yeah. and one guy just thumbs up and then turns what? it to down. Uh, <laughs> pretty yeah. woman has just. Dude, yeah. and how many times is that? Oh, Twenty-five years. Yeah. It's pretty. And then it, you know it ends. It concludes with the three of them walking in slow mo in their yeah. new suits. Well, that part was probably great. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool, yeah. but the thumbs up to thumbs down. I mean, Gladiator did that best. My sandals. <laughs> It's a good walking impression. It's a really good walking. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great shot of movie. Though. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Um, I was gonna go see Las Vegas, and I was looking on Fandango, and I I just read the first review of Las Vegas. And I just wanted to read it to you guys because I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so they on Fandango you can rate you can say you can give a rating from zero to five where it's zeros oh no. <laughs> the middle is so so, and the and the last one is must go. So oh, they chose God. must go. So they chose a rhyming scheme. They chose yeah. must go. Um, it's a, and it's titled 50 year old baby boomer." Must see movie. Perhaps some people under forty will consider somewhat boring, but what do they know? Excellent actors, a perfect weekend movie, kind and full of values. <laughs> Highly recommended. Critics who do not recommend this movie, go watch some cutthroat horror BS! Exclamation point. Perhaps then you will recommend it. Will not trust, will not trust those critics again. <laughs> Made me appreciate life and friendship even more. Okay. Oh my god. Those slasher flicks are such good yeah, Those are the only two. Those are the only two things. <laughs> the Saw movie Last House on the left. Like 94? Yeah. You got that just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> After I watched the movie, I how can a movie be made you appreciate life? <laughs> how can a movie be kind? The movie was kind. <laughs> the movie was really, was really nice kind. to me. And I don't know this movie didn't have baggy pants. <laughs> and it was barking in my ear with its text and full of values. There's a scene where the four full of them values. end up judging a bikini contest with the LMFAO guy who wiggles his dick in Robert De Niro's face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
uh, this week's fan mail comes from Ryan in Hawaii. Aloha. Ooh. Um, Mahalo. He Mahalo. asks, what do you think it is that allows comedians to succeed in dramatic acting but prevents dramatic actors from being very funny, typically? Um, and I guess the first thing, maybe run through a few examples just yeah. so we can kind of get thinking about it. Um, Why don't you read the examples Ryan gave because okay. I thought they were pretty good. That's a good idea. Okay, so he's got examples here. Bill Burr, Bob Odenkirk, LaBelle Crawford and Breaking Bad. Um, Adam Sandler's highest rated film was Punch Drunk Love, Robin Williams' History of Dramatic Roles. Um, there's a couple other ones, Jim Carrey and Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Um, Truman Show. Bill Murray pretty much... Yeah, certainly lost in translation. Um, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. yeah. Big, big fan. Big fan, young adult. Yep. Um, ben Stiller. And I guess Will Ferrell, right? He's a couple serious Well, ones. Stranger Than Fiction... And then he's, he's yeah. had a few. Yeah, I don't know. We were yeah, talking about everything must go. Wasn't that something? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'd call them super dramatic or that successful. Well, that's the really. problem. That's kind of the problem with this is that, and it's a great question, um, but most of the examples we have of this are are movies that aren't comedies necessarily, but that are still, like Lost in Translation is still funny. Right. Um, young adults still funny, right? Young adults still funny, and they're usually funny in those roles, but just in a less, you know, in the, not the way we're used to them, right? Being funny, right? Well, I kind of think that there's a lot of dramatic actors that do. Well, that's comedy. why it's well, kind of a leading question. It's presuming that this is an accepted fact, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, how many how many dramatic actors cannot do comedy? Um, right. We were looking at. Um, you know, okay, well, who are the most serious actors? Yeah. And it's like, it is a short list, but it is interesting that, like, Daniel Day-Lewis has never done a comedy. No. no. Leonardo DiCaprio, which I feel is more interesting, never done a comedy. Because hmm. maybe he huh. can't. Yeah. I actually think he might be bad. Has he ever, like, hosted SNL or anything? No. No. Maybe, well, maybe way back when, but not in the last five years. we ever Tom Cruise hosted SNL? Uh, he has not. Isn't that wow, crazy? that is that weird. Bizarre. I'm certain he's been invited. Denzel? Preacher's Wife is the latest thing he's done. He hasn't done a lot of comedies. Huh. Russell Crowe, no comedies. Fassbender, no comedies. Christian Bale, no comedies. Newsies. These are people that I actually do kind of agree, like, might lack the comic timing yeah. right. that you need to have. Uh, it's not like a Wahlberg or Affleck. Like, you can kind of see them going both ways. Brad Pitt, too, good, obviously. Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah, yeah. Guy, but, and, not, and really, those guys we just named aren't necessarily the best actors, though, either. <laughs> like, they're just kind of cool. We've said this before. Like, yeah. Brad Pitt and George Clooney are charming. Like, DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis, these guys that always Joaquin go for the Phoenix. big... Joaquin Phoenix. They really go for these... But he has a comedy gene. He did the, the mockumentary. Phoenix. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. but that wasn't even... That was a, funny. Yeah, well, he was great at it. It wasn't funny because he was so dramatic, right? Yeah, he was able to keep that drama going. Oh, you know what's a good example of this? You still need comic timing, though. Yeah, Yeah. you know what's a good example of this is Michael Shannon. Remember the Michael Shannon video that was? I don't know if it was. Yeah, he did. He read like the the scathing email. The sorority, the sorority girl that had the crazy email to her sorority. But it's basically making fun of that. It's a it's a it's an actor who's known for being really serious and dramatic, reading something dramatically and because it's so dramatic it's funny I'd love to see Michael Shannon in a comedy I think he'd be good he was funny in um, uh, Mud Mud yeah, yeah he was he was, was. good Isn't, is it easier if you're a comedian let's say you're a comedian like Patton Oswalt who I'm sure never took acting classes yeah he's a stand up yeah. and they just then he slowly got like comedic roles and then he goes oh for this movie we want you to just still pretend to be someone but don't be funny yeah like, isn't that a way it's, easier task? It's kind of like, you're, what you're saying is comedy, so there's acting, yeah, right? And that's all... I'm not saying it's easy. Well, yeah, but there's... No, but, but you can get, you'd adapt to it. Well, yeah, but like comedy is acting while also being funny. It's right. an additional yeah. thing. Right. It's kind of, it's harder. Yeah. And people it's harder, are, so if you're good at it, you're going to be, right away people are going to notice that and kind of like, you know, we look at all these guys on this list and we think of them as comedic actors because they're, right when they started, everyone's like, oh, this guy's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and like Tom Hanks, Will Smith, if we had been checking in on them 10 years into their career, we would think they're comedians, but they're not anymore. Bosom buddies. You know, yeah. I mean, he started as, you know, Splash, all of the big, all the entire 1980s, and then he just did Philadelphia, and he's like, I'm going to start doing these and get, you know, statues every mark. Like, actresses, too, like Meryl Streep, has she done a, I mean, she was in Devil Wears Prada. Well, Bullock. 
Well, well she's she's both. Both. She's but Bella, I think, is first a comedic actress. And it's yes. complicated or whatever? Is that the one with all the... Yeah. yeah. Them? She's pretty funny. Oh, and well, actually, I don't know. And the movie was kind Mamma of... Mia is kind of light. Yeah. Julia and Julia, she might be kind of light. But it's true. She's not, obviously, it's not a Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I can't ever remember laughing McCarthy. at something she said. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do think that to answer the question, I guess, of what maybe prevents it, I'm afraid that we're going to reach the conclusion that comedy can be harder yeah. to some yeah. degree. It's not something that you can learn yeah, I guess that's as fair. much as yeah. also it might be easier to delve into I think there's something I think there's something role. inherently sad about a lot of funny people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, a lot of like, you know, Bill Murray Skeletons in the closet. Yeah, like there's something like Patton Oswald, there's <laughs> like in order to be um, to be really funny, it's often self-deprecating, yeah. Yeah. Um, and because of that, it makes them maybe more vulnerable, which allows them to, you know, to translate into. It's like Steve Carell in, in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that was a dark role, but like it's deadpan. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of plays to it. And I think Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love is a good example of that. Yeah. and Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. They both are very. They're a huge part of comedy's insecurity. Right. A huge part of it. Yeah. So instead, they're just playing really squirrely, nervous guys <laughs> that don't say anything funny. And it's a lot easier as a comedy actor to say, go out and play this nervous guy, right. just don't say anything funny. You know what's funny about that? As a dramatic guy saying, be funny. Yeah. The, the first thing I thought of when I saw this question was um, exceptions. So that's comedic actors who weren't good in dramatic roles. And the first person I thought of, and really one of the only people I thought of, is Steve Martin in Shop Girl, which he wrote. I can't stand him in that. I, he makes my skin crawl. It's really? creepy. I think it's really creepy. Have you seen that movie in ten years? Or, well, maybe like eight, but... I saw it once when it came out. Yeah, that's what I saw. Isn't he supposed to be creepy? No, he's supposed to be confident in, like, and like the... Cool, he's, he's Honestly, like a, he's Bill like Murray in Lost in, Transla- in, Lost yeah. in Translation. Um, and that movie would have been twice as good if he had done it. If Bill Murray had played it. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, every movie would be twice as good. But yeah. like, I really, really like Schwartzman's character in that. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, you absolutely yeah. are. But there was something about Steve Martin doing it where it's like he was doing an impression of of other guys who are aging well. And I don't <laughs> think has he ever played serious. Just that, I think. Yeah, I guess that's fair. And like, whereas these other guys have pulled it off, I don't think Will Ferrell pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to see him. Stranger Fiction's. Fine. But it's mostly a comedy. But like, yeah, yeah. toned down from his Melissa McCarthy and Will Ferrell both represent. It's not understated comedy, but either one of them do. So there's something about seeing them reserved that's kind of just lackluster. Even if that's what they're supposed to be doing, it's like, oh come on. (laughs) Whereas Robin Williams, I cannot stand his frenetic comedy. That like he's legitimately made me cry. Right. Yeah. Several times by Centennial Man. Yeah, I mean, just, I want my money back. <laughs> what was that? That was me asking for money back, crying, because I sobbed. Oh, I thought that was an impression of him. Marlon Wayans was in Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. so he actually popped up on the list right next to Monique. It's so and Precious. Yeah, Monique, Monique and Precious. I thought that was weird. That made the list. Jonah Hill's the new one. I mean, now he kind of, yeah. he escaped that, uh, I, that. I don't get it with him. I love Jonah Hill like comedically. I think he's I think he's fantastic. But like, he was fine in Moneyball. Yeah, w- wasn't he just not funny? Yeah. Why did he exactly. win? I don't understand yeah. why he won. He didn't a, win. He didn't win. Really. He didn't win. He was nominated. I don't know. I didn't yeah. make sense to me. He just wasn't. There was nothing jokes. remarkable. He's in Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. Those, those are still going to be supporting roles, which are easier to just kind of come in and yeah. You, know, you don't have to carry the dramatic weight of the movie. Right. I was reading something about uh, Alexander Payne, who's the guy that did Election, About Schmidt, uh, Descendants. Descendants. He has a new movie about, uh, it's called Nebraska, and Will Forte's in it. Hmm. I've seen the preview for it. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's to him be and his dad, right? Yeah, it's some sort of thing like that. Yeah, yeah And it's he, he was saying that he likes to cast comedians in roles because they don't drag down, they're not obsessed with being heavy yeah. when they do things. They keep things a little more real. Hmm. Um, and that kind of makes sense with a lot of, like, a lot of these actors, Wes Anderson, I want to talk about, because he has a pattern of casting, obviously, he does a lot with Owen Wilson, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, the Yugis. Yes. But he always brings in one actor in every movie, usually as the lead, that (laughs) is not known for comedy. 
Like even Gene Hackman at the time, Adrian Brody, like come on in. Ray Fiennes is in the new one. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ed Norton, Bruce Willis were both in Moonrise right. Kingdom. Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelica Houston, Clooney and Streep were in Phantasm of Fox. Like there is a con- that when when it's a smart comedy, but it's like more of a dramedy. Yeah. Maybe you can get away with that. You're letting the script do the funny stuff. Right. Um, and then you got like a comedy like Along Came Polly, where Philip Seymour Hoffman is playing just a dumb, fat, sweaty guy. <laughs> Which is like, so funny crazy. based on his career now. Well, yeah. He must have been excited to do something like that, like provide levity, because that's yeah. so the off. I mean, how close to Capote was that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'll play fat and sweaty, sure. Well, I think John Hamm is probably the most recent example that yeah. uh, like, kind of rings true with Ryan's question of, like, it was a big deal when he was on 30 Rock and did SNL. It was like, yeah. oh, this guy can do comedy, too. Yeah. Like, pe- it's too. remarkable when they can. Well, but what's funny about that is that I think John Hamm, and I, I read an interview years ago about him talking about Mad Men and how that was his big break. Because, you know, yeah. the story with him is about how, and this is really depressing for us, but about how he turned 30 and was like, if I don't make it by the time I'm 30, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but anyway, he Twitter. said with Mad Men, like he'd done some stuff, but with Mad Men, they could have cast twenty other guys that looked like him, yeah. um, and he just got lucky. Um, but we kind of, because of that one role, we kind of assume, and because of the way it looks, right. we assume that that's what his strength is, yeah. and he's definitely good at it. He's great as Don Draper. He just he just hung around comedy clubs too around that time, right? So exactly. He's and a lot of his friends, yeah, his friends, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we kind of just he's like one of his best friends is Paul Rudd. Yeah, like we yeah. assume that you know it, it's a stretch for him to go to be good at comedy just because he's good at you know. Right. I think SNL is kind of an interesting proving ground for this. Like it's hard for us to say who's good as who, what dramatic actors can do comedy. SNL is that that. <laughs> That place where you'll see when there are nine sketches if they can you do it or not. Right. Yeah, it's, like, it's not their fault. None of the sketches are great, but they have to have the timing. And the yeah. Way. You can tell Ed if Norton. somebody... Yeah. Ed Norton was great. Ed you can tell if somebody really tried great. to... And that yeah. episode wasn't even that funny, but he yeah. was really good at it. Yeah. Like, he, he, he was different characters in every sketch. Yeah. Um, and he was good at reading cue cards and not and acting not like me like it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Last year, Christopher Waltz... Um, that's his name, right? Christoph. Christoph Waltz from Inglorious Bastards and Django. I thought that was the strongest episode of the year. Those are also two great actors. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I looked at a list of, because it seems like SNL throws these guys in sometimes. Like, yeah, we don't have to have a comedian. Let's see how these people do. Action stars seem like they have a way lower success rate. Bruce Willis. I specifically, yeah, Bruce Willis recently. Jeremy Renner, I remember yeah. last uh, year. I've never, I've never seen some of the... Daniel Craig? The, the, mm. I don't remember that episode, but the Jeremy Renner episode, I've never seen somebody seem less interested in being yeah. the host yeah. of SNL. It was yeah, which like, is, it's, it's an honor. You should at least try yeah, a little well, or, or don't do it. Right. Yeah. And he seemed really lethargic, and that's probably just being nervous. Yeah. But it's weird because a lot of it is, is probably good. If you're a good actor, you can invest yourself in a character that's funny. Like Sean Penn is so uber serious in everything he does right, right now that I can't imagine him in a comedy. But Fast Times at Ridgemont High, like he just, you know what? I'll just become the most classic stoner surfer ever and be the funniest part of that. You movie. know, Steal the, the other thing that I think is worth talking about with this is that we had a hard time. We didn't want to just talk about guys, about men, actors. Um, we had a hard time thinking of there's so, there's so few um, female comedic actresses, um, and then there's so few that kind of cross over in roles where they're actually allowed to be funny, where they're not just you know there as kind of set pieces. It's a strange. Yeah, I think of, Melissa McCarthy's a good. I mean, c- considering she's such a bankable comedy star right now. I don't think I, I can't really see her in a dramatic I couldn't. role. Yeah. Well, and like a lot of times, like with especially young actresses, when they're giving a given a role in a non comedy or in a comedy after they've mostly done dramas, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. So, like, you know, is Natalie Portman funny? And um, no strings attached. No strings attached. She's got. She's great at everything. I mean, she's good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> she went to Harvard. She's funny in Your yeah. Highness. Right, and, and that's a good example no. of like she's not supposed to. <laughs> well, that might be the movie. But she's, that movie's, oh, that movie's 
It's underrated. It's not great. It's underrated. Yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah. Um, Like Jennifer Lawrence, there's going to be, you know, Kate Blanchett. Like, can you picture her? I bet Jennifer Lawrence is funny. Jennifer Lawrence is definitely funny. (laughs) She's sarcastic in everything she does. Like, she always lets things Kate Winslet's got it. She's got both. I think she could be funny. What was she funny in? The Holiday? The Holiday. Yeah, I mean, she's not yeah. like yeah. crazy, but she had some comedic time. How much do yeah. I like the holiday versus its Rotten Tomato score? It's a low score. Seven like times. Seven seven you times like the, right. Do you like the screenwriter old guy? Oh, oh god, he's the best. But don't you wish it wasn't Cameron <laughs> Diaz? Oh yeah. yeah, definitely wish it wasn't Cameron Diaz. Kind of wish okay it wasn't with Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cute though. Their yeah. little romance. Yeah. I wish it wasn't. I you wish can't, ever... you can't buy the sex appeal there. I think at the end they like kiss on the lips and that's the payoff. Yeah. <laughs> not whereas Jude Law. They're spending the holiday together. They're not going to be graphic in front of those two Jude Law kids. Come on, guys. <laughs> two <laughs> Jude Law kids. <laughs> that's the name of my band. <laughs> Jude Law kids. <laughs> Cook Street fan mail. All right. Well, do you guys want to start talking about? <laughs> <laughs> about about time. You know, about about time. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> right, Let's you... just guess already. I know, <laughs> right? Is this something that you, I mean? This is kind of a movie we've been talking about for a little while. You guys been well, a excited are, about it? Why why don't you on why? Because there's one reason. Two reasons. One. In, we said. I said the other day. There's one and three quarters reasons why we're all excited for huh. this movie. Okay, I'm excited to hear this. Rachel McAdams is. Oh, well, that's a quarter of that. One and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's basing it on the director of. Right. Okay, the, okay, so. But oh, I see. And, you're saying one and three quarters. Yeah, because he has one and three quarters good movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So he wrote and directed um, Love Actually. I like that film. In the Pentagon. Love Actually. <laughs> I like that one. And uh, Pirate Radio. Which. Yeah. And is okay. it, isn't Notting Hill the third one? And Notting Hill. He didn't he direct. Wrote, he didn't direct right. that. He didn't direct that. Wrote. Do not care. Wrote Notting Well, maybe if he directed it. Well, he wrote. He wrote more. I mean, okay, so let's run through it real quick. So, yeah. What's the guy's name? I have no idea. Okay, this is um, Richard Curtis. Right. He, uh, he's he got direction. This is his third directorial movie. Uh, okay. Love Actually and Pirate Radio. He screenwriter on Bean, Mr. <laughs> Bean, um, Notting Hill, oh, yeah. Bridget Jones' Diary, oh, yeah. Love Actually. Oh, yeah. Bridget Jones' The Edge of Reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a reasonable Bridget. <laughs> Pirate Radio and then About Time. Pretty mm, pretty Radio? good. Pirate Radio pretty good is a British movie where they're out to sea yeah. and they're like a... Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was yeah. originally called Good Morning England for that release, but yeah. they changed it for the U.S. Hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Jesus. We gotta need some pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. America's it's like radio. It was in the wrong language, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in English, we, we, we want to build a theme that. park right around. <laughs> <laughs> Explosion titties. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you want to say three quarters because Notting Hill, you, you don't want to round up to it being a good movie. No. Certainly. Really? That's well, fucking no. nuts. It's so not you go, nuts. Notting Hill got 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Should, yeah. What did Love actually get? 63. Fuck you! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck you. That's a little long. Notting Hill. Notting Hill is so long. Notting it's Hill's like two not and a half much hours. worse than Love Actually. That's not true. But they're 20% difference. That's crazy to me. I have no problem with Notting Hill being 83. That's great. I like Notting Hill a lot. But I can't believe Love Actually is 63. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not. That's crazy. Um, everybody, everybody I know <laughs> likes Love Actually. I think it's like for our age group. Who's, who's like walking actually. out? Who's walking out not wanting to see that? It only got seventy percent on audience. Uh, here's my problem with Notting Hill. I think it's a it's a great premise, a really really good premise, um, and one that is super relatable. That everybody everybody should love that idea. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that the Julia Roberts character was right at all. I don't think mm-hmm. you like Julia Roberts. Yeah. I don't have a problem with Julia Roberts. I don't. What, what do you like? What do you like, Erin? The Oceans movies. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big part. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, Pretty Woman's fine. Writing. My best friend. I like that. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Runaway Bride enough. There you go. You like Runaway Bride more than Notting Hill? No, I didn't say that. No. I okay. like it enough. Gear I don't loses think, to Hugh Grant every time. Don't you think she's Bowser's. boring in that movie? Like, is it? Yeah. Why would it? Why yeah. is she a celebrity? And why does he care? It, it strikes me a little Five Hundred Days of Summery. Yeah. Of like. Pining for a chick that kind of sucks. Yeah, she kind of she's boring. <laughs> she's straight up boring. Like, yeah. I, I, if it's a celebrity, I want to be like, yeah, well, go get her, yeah. brother. 
Yeah. I don't know. But the side characters, you got the roommate. Yeah, the roommate's great. Great. There's some charming Motown, let's chase down to the hotel. And uh, I think I'm he, just a girl you standing this... in front of a boy asking her well, to love yeah. him. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that this is this would have been a great example for me for the last fan mail question, which or two fan mails ago, which is a movie that had all the parts that wasn't uh. quite there because it, it just wasn't quite. I had really high. I mean, I guess I didn't have the high expectations because yeah, it's one of his first. Yeah, it but, was his first. No, but we watched it recently because uh, yeah. I, I was incredulous that this was his reaction. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was harder to defend, I guess. It's too even long. For me. It's hard to defend any rom coms that you love. Yeah. Yeah. Like as they a, hit you at a certain. Like time, you love Never Been Kissed. Place. I watched that, and yeah. then I well, made you watch Notting Hill. And right. We both walked away like, what? Yeah. Um, never been. Why do we love this movie? I really liked it. I put it in our top one hundred. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible but to me. Here's <laughs> holy cow. Here's the thing though is that the reason love actually is so good and so many people like it is because there's you you can ask people what their favorite storyline is. Yeah. Like that's a different answer for mo- I, I bet it's actually yeah. There's no uh, other movie that can say that. Right. Uh, it's it moves the so thin red line. <clears throat> oh god. <laughs> what was your favorite pretentious point? <laughs> <laughs> What was your favorite hour? Was it one, two, three? <laughs> um, like what? Like what's your favorite storyline? Because they're so different. There's, it's just really fast paced. The best. So, yeah, they they really pulled something off. Like, yeah. Actually. yeah, Richard Curtis did. Yeah, like it could have fell flat, but like we've said before, it's just it's effortlessly charming. Oh, yeah, it's so watchable. It's yeah, it's really rewatchable. Yeah. It's really British. It's like really charmingly yeah. British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what I kind of expect out of this movie. Yeah. Like from yeah. this list, even if you have gripes somewhere with Notting Hill or you know here and there, right. these all are decently. No, none of these are like grown. Right. Uh, no. That movie. Right. This something about this pre- premise feels very English to me too. Is like, well, just one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> I could oh, do it better. Yeah, should I? Yeah, yeah should run I through the premise. Yeah, let's hear this. Um, at the age of twenty-one, Tim Lake discovers he can travel in time. The night after another unsatisfactory New Year party, Tim's father, Bill Nighy, Nighy, he's good. he's the rock star in Love Actually. Yeah, he's, yep. he's great. Tim's father tells his son that the men in his family have always had the ability to travel through time. Tim can't change his Sexist, sorry. <laughs> 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 he passes down to the men. Oh, unnecessary. <laughs> Firstborn male. Oh, no, women can't. <laughs> none, of the, none of the lady folk have even picked up on it. They don't know what past, present, or future even is. <laughs> Transsexuals would be really confused. <laughs> I can kind of do it all the time. <laughs> Tim can't change history, but he can change what happens and has happened in his own life. So he decides to make his world a better place, dot, 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 by getting a girlfriend. So they take away the butterfly. Oh, that's a terrible synopsis. He can't, he can't affect the outside world. He can only change what happens inside his own Well, life. I wouldn't say that's the case. You can't There's really have a time travel can't movie change without discussing right, that the being butterfly. A, right, that being the debate. And they, and they, yeah. I think they bring that They'll up. They'll usually yeah. dismiss yeah. it. They, no, but they way. bring that. Yeah, they no, bring that, that up in a, big, it's in a be trailer. I think, we'll see this in the trailer, but I think the big thing is... He makes a change in history and then mm. he loses her. Like she doesn't right. recognize him. Right, 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 right. So it's time travel meets rom com. His dad dies. I know. I mean, they've made that very I think clear they, in the trailer. Either is injured or dies or something. I think. Yeah. Because at one point maybe, he hugs him and says, "Like I can't. I, I thought I was going to lose you or something." Yeah. Mm. It's a great premise. I wish we thought of it. Uh, it reminds me of the Time Cop short film that was an Oscar nominee that won last year. Um, that we saw, we de- or not Time Cop, that's Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I was going to say. Definitely not Time Cop. <laughs> it doesn't remind me of Time Cop. A short film with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I think he a, does the It was a mere hour 45. Too short, if you ask me. <laughs> no, what was the name of that? Time Freak. Time Freak. Time Freak. Okay, yeah. so it won the Oscar for Best Live Action Short. Uh, we saw it. And it's, it's fantastic. It's great, and it's just, uh, it's a comedy, really, and which is encouraging that that can win an Oscar. And it's just a guy in his late 20s that makes a time machine and just uses it for his own neurotic pursuits. Right. Like he spends the the day arguing with his dry, helping the interaction with his dry cleaner goes differently. Yeah. Just so keeps, like, going, keeps going, going back, back and forth be like, I got to say this to tell him off. Yeah. And then part of it, a big part of the middle is him trying to hit on uh, yeah. a friend that he knows that's coming back from yoga or something. And he keeps saying the wrong thing of like, 
you know, oh, you look really sweaty or something like that. And then it's like, i got to go back and do that again, which is actually kind of Groundhog Day. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's crazy that that is different than Groundhog. I mean, Groundhog Day, he's yeah, stuck this, in it. But, but he, wasn't this, trying to, like, he keeps trying to make the perfect day. Yeah. This is British this Groundhog is, Day, is, isn't it? The whole time I was thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's he's trying to get a girl, he improves yeah. himself each Except time. he's stuck. Well, this guy can progress yeah, but it's the forward. Same right. dynamic. But this guy, well, right, he, with the time travel, he can progress forward. No, I think he can just... Not progress forward, I'm like, saying. Yeah, he, he can he let time pass. He fucks up and goes back. Right. So that's the trailer. For me, it was always going to be all about love. I'm Tim. I'm Mary. It's my mother's name. I remind you of your mother. Obviously, I should have thought this through more. Could you give me one second? I'm Tim. I'm Mary. I love your eyes. Do you? I love the rest of your face, too. I haven't even looked further down, but I'm sure it's all fantastic. I'm sure it'll be better next time. Well done. Some people make a real mess of it the first time. Amateurs. So, what'd you guys think? I think it's a great trailer. <laughs> it's a it really a good, good trailer. trailer. It's a fantastic trailer. It is. Evan brought up an interesting question, because uh, there's a scene where uh, clearly the main character and Rachel McAdams have sex for the first time. It didn't go so well. Uh, he was quick. He was a little scene. nervous. Probably yeah. was quick, not that athletic. Having so he <laughs> decides to go back in time and do it again, and the next time he Wouldn't nails do. it. Does that count as ejaculating once right. and then having breaking that's the a seal, as it were? I don't think it can. Uh, you think no, biologically? You think it's biologically? Yeah. Biologically, it does because he has his memories, he's in the same person, yeah. the same body. See, that's, that's not thinking. the way I read no. that. That's what I read. No, no so. when he goes back in time, you think he doesn't remember the things that just happened. He remembers yeah. it, but I don't think he's busted that first nut. He has. I think he has. I don't think so. Oh, no. He's traveling. Yeah, that's but that would mean like your body has aged in a way every time you go back to like physically. You should yeah. be going back to a different physical place. Yeah, but he preserves what's mentally happened. He's preserved the memory. How far can he go but back? The semen know levels. Yeah, we don't the same. know. We don't yeah. know. That. Let's Maybe get Ashton on the phone. A few yeah, minutes, fifteen or minutes. Hours. If in that case, I would time travel. I mean, that's a yeah. big, big well, but that's not that's, slippery nut. That's not how mm-hmm. I read that at all. It was that. I mean, the first time you have sex, you have no idea what you're doing. Right. You think he was a virgin before that? No, you don't know what she likes. Yeah, first he time, was a virgin First time sex. That. Oh, really? Oh, oh, you guys didn't think that? I don't know that. He could have been. Well, that was no his first time. Oh, she's like the first time. He's 21. Make, people really make a mess out of it. Could be. Oh, oh. But, oh, uh, yeah, I guess I just thought first time you have sex with yeah. someone. Well, so then the second, generally then not the second the time he's a stud? No way. It's well, that's what I was going to say is unrealistic. Well, no, but he got that nut off. We're saying that. It's the slippery nut, I guess. Definitely. He definitely got that out. Why would he be better the second time? It'd be quick well, again. That's illogical. We don't know that it was only quickness. It's not quickness. that it's quick. I'm saying it's he's not good at it. That's usually, the, what he's that's doing. usually the biggest complaint. Yeah. I feel like that's oversold. What? Quickness would be the biggest complaint for a what, hey, hey, what, I mean, What's he going to change that much? <laughs> but he learned. What did he, he learn? He went back and did what it did 10 learn? minutes later. He could yeah. diversify position. What did, but what did he learn in that interim? Play. I don't know. He's yeah, not, but I'm just saying the second time isn't going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. She had her of course. shit blown. Uh, agreed. In that closet, he's not but reading it's not, the Kama Sutra. It's not just length. It's not the amount that you last that creates no, a pleasure. But that's usually the biggest yeah, complaint, Of course it helps. Say. Of course it helps. I'm just saying. You, like, in, any it's movie, a in any movie, they're like, oh, that was it. Like it's because right. of the length. You think in the movie, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> that it's it's immediately a oh you didn't last very long because you know you bust that nut quick and then you know his dad's like but you can go back a second time and last even longer. There's no way they're implying that as a movie. Right. I think it's uh, he, he. So how did he improve so much? I don't get that. He was more confident because he knew he was gonna actually have sex that night. Yeah. Like it's kind of like Groundhog it's Day. It's the same. I'd be I'd be just as nervous because I'd be like oh I fucked it up last time. It's the same thing. They show earlier this time. No, it's the same thing they show earlier. Depends on how far he goes back. They show earlier in the trailer where the first time at New Year's they say Happy New Year's and then he shakes a girl's hand. He goes back and does it again and and assertively goes and kisses. Right, that's changing a decision of like kissing. How do you make the sex that much better? You can be more decisive the first time. You can be more decisive. Or maybe maybe you realize (laughs) he's constantly deciding to not be a pussy the second time he does something. Yeah. Does that also plays into the way you perform intercourse wise? I'm hoping that this will be this answer will be sorted out when we see it. Yeah. I think it will be. Um, obviously, Rachel McAdams, relatively big name oh. in it. The lead guy is this Dom Dom Nall Gleason. D O M H. Wait, what's his first name? Sounds Dom as in Dom. D O M H N A L L. Whoa, he's Scottish, right? 
Maybe. It's got to be. Seems like it. Who's relatively His name is Downhill? Dom, <laughs> Domnal. Okay. It's got to be pronounced right, I take back all my stage name, Colin Firth. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, so this guy... Is a ginger. Do you want to have a quick talk no. about Domino? Yeah. Um, he's yeah. a ginger. He's relatively unknown. He's done a couple movies we'll recognize. I don't know if you'd recognize the role in it. Right, right. Um, he's in True Grit. I love True Grit. I still have seen Moon, True Grit. The Kid, which I don't know who that was. It's a very um, American he's in one of the movie. Harry Potter movies. Yeah, the, you might. Wait, is he a Weasley? He's, he's got to be a Weasley, Weasley cousin. He's Bill Weasley. No, he's a brother. Any casting an unknown is kind of cool thing for like a romantic comedy for some reason yeah yeah. yeah. Like, like you don't have to talk yourself into did they have right. good chemistry or not like you can just imagine that he's I mean I wish guy. it was Gerard Butler but I'll take this guy oh, they're God. kind of the I same I cannot stand Gerard Butler he's the worst in romantic comedy Gerard Gerard I corrected you didn't <laughs> oh my God <laughs> um, you have to say Gerard it's Gerard Butler <laughs> <laughs> what other name do you say with an accent what do you mean? You just said Butler with an That's accent, how you too. Gerard but you also English. said Butler with an accent. Gerard Butler. <laughs> what other name do you do um, that with? Hugh Grant. No, uh. Ashley. <laughs> As a man. It's right. Ashley Cole. <laughs> yeah. If if we weren't obsessively checking the IMD page of the yeah. Love Actually director, would anyone know that this movie no. exists? Have you heard about I it? I have not seen one preview yeah. except the one we watched on because we were yeah. excited for it. That's fair. I haven't seen anything, any marketing, anything on TV, but I'm, I'm I've seen a couple of things, but not much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about time they marketed it. It is. What's it about? It's about time travel. What's it about, time? One other, one last thing about this Domino guy. Um, <laughs> Got to figure out his name. I don't get it. I like that he's kind of ugly. Not yeah, ugly. Yeah, he's, he's, not he's very English. Right. He's not handsome. Yeah. yeah. In a in a good rom com, you want the guy to be several relatable levels below the girl he's chasing. Well, yes. So the premise of this movie, I think, is fantastic. So it means it's like life. He's like a goofy ginger dude. Yeah. He looks like Tom York. That's what oh, he does. Like like There's other pictures that make him look even more. Yeah, good. McAdams has chops. Yeah, she's gonna be really. What's she been in in a while? Well, let's talk about that. I think she's been relegated to <laughs> yeah. romantic, romantic comedy. Comedies, yeah. 2011, Midnight in Paris. That's her last movie. No, I'm just well. Last big, last big one. The Vow. The Vow was actually I like the premise for The Vow. I don't like, hate it either. That's kind of weird. It's kind of similar. Yeah. To this. Yeah. Who wakes up? She constantly needs who? to be won over again and again. <laughs> she was a time traveler's wife, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Who wakes up? Isn't that the same movie as this? No, because he goes back to like a time where he goes back like 20 years or something weird okay. and can't control when he comes back. Who wakes up from a coma is, an upset, in, is upset that Channing Tatum is your husband? Whispering, I would Whispering her ear. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. She's like, you, I don't know. Prove to me that you're <laughs> Magic. a beefcake. <laughs> the vow. What's that accent? I don't know. Your impressions are on. <laughs> the vow got 29%. Yeah. Midnight in Paris, 93. What is she in Midnight in Paris? Is that the, she's she's the, main, she's the bitchy woman. wife. The wife, though, right? Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, I don't really. like her in that movie. No, no, no. Yeah. But she's got a few good ones. She's got Wedding Crashers Wedding and Crashers. Mean Girls and Notebook as her three. Even though Notebook things. got 50 2%. Really? That's well, surprising. Well, I know what's the audience? Considering the audience, <laughs> but it's so work. polarizing. That movie is so polarizing. Like you're. There are people that have a heart. Can, I, can you imagine your dad <laughs> sitting through that movie? My dad would not sit no. through that. Movie. No I've never seen it. Really? I hadn't until this year. You have to see it. It's uh, it, was, it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. Don't tell oh, yeah. my dad. I forgot she's in one of your favorite movies. Ooh. Um, Richard Gere from Justin and Kelly. <laughs> Who was she? Was she Kelly? <laughs> she's in Red Eye, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she's in Red Eye. She was great Which in Red got Eye. Got seventy nine percent. It should have. It should have. So I had a question as I was you know watching this preview and stuff like that. This whole like time travel back thing. It seems like in the preview, at least in the beginning, they he uses it when he's bricked it in a romantic situation. Right. Um, can you guys think of a time you would have you you would have really liked to have a power like this, whether it was in a break it romantically situation or like something something you messed up or wanted to relive? Nate, I can't think of a time where I would not have even when I succeeded romantically, where I didn't want to immediately go back and do it, it better. <laughs> like this is why I love the premise of this movie is because if I was told this, I would not invest in Google. <laughs> I would just redo every interaction with every female I've ever had yeah. and get it done. <laughs> I think my problem with it is that 
How immediate is like how far can you go? Back? Yeah, I don't know. Let's say you can go up to twenty four hours back. Oh, see then it well not right. Be much I'm not use. saying you do that now, but you. Oh, could I'm more used. of a long term regret guy. No, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is like I would like if I could go back and change things that were a year and a half ago. Well, yeah, like it takes yeah. per, it yeah, takes, it takes perspective is everything, my man. Okay. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. I, Within twenty four hours, I would have thought like, no, I'm pretty sure I played it right last yeah. night by just shaking her hand. But then if you got some insider information that maybe yeah. she was I, into it in like yeah. a week or two. You're like, okay, yeah. I should have. But a couple something. weeks pass and you don't get a fucking text, then you know you bricked it the right, right time you got the chance. Most of the time, I, I find I found out that I did something terrible now, sexually or anything. Right. <laughs> like that I did something that affected. You misspoke or you right? It's, right. it's like a long time. I would abuse <laughs> this power yeah, with drinking. You would spend. <laughs> oh, that's true. Every single it's, time, like, oh god, it is now the I best mend that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'll, you just, just, I'll just go back and do every, it again. Every single night, your drug reflex is to just curl up in a closet with your, your fist clenched. I actually love that as a movie. As, as the same thing, but he keeps fucking up in a different way. Like, no, I'm not going to do tequila this time, Barky. I'm going to do Jaeger. And, yeah. uh, it's just the and same it just, result. Becomes, yeah, you still, you still becomes, alienate a different person for a different reason. It yeah. becomes Groundhog Day every day yeah. you redo the yesterday. Even though you, even though you have the option to change things. Ooh, Groundhog Day is the perfect hangover Oh yeah, <laughs> restart. Let's redo her. Yeah, like that movie again. That movie's pretty, pretty great. I love yeah. that movie. All right. Well, um, I think you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're keeping you. Up. I think you fellas look ready to guess. Okay. All right. Um. All right. I'll go first. Uh, I really don't wait, like. Wait. 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 Oh, last minute switches. Mm. Well, I just lowered it five, and I have no idea why. <laughs> um, I, for one thing, I'm going to love this movie. But I also, I'm worried that I'm being down on it. I just, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, may, I, I can see critics walking in here and, like, sarcastically clapping the premise. And just, it d- never transcends just what it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, oh, the main guy is a British critic, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> fell be. flat, McAdams isn't great. I mean, I don't think McAdams is a critical darling or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go 46. Wow! I don't think it can go much lower than that, though. Holy shit. Wow. Wow! <laughs> you go on, ni- no, on 91? No, I agree. I didn't think it was going to transcend, but it not transcending for me was 74%. Woo! So we're way off. Whoa, 46 to 74. So wow. we have a nice little sandwich. Um, I raised my score 45 points. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I raised it 45 points when I said, no, wait. Um, 45? <laughs> what? I think that was your last fair. second. I mean, that makes sense because I could have yeah. easily done 75. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a middle, I don't know. I think it. Basically, I don't want it to be thirty. So you think it, you think it's you think it's either low or high. Yeah. And so you're going with high. I'm going with high. But you were gonna go with low. I was gonna. Go, <laughs> I was gonna go <laughs> lower you than to? you went, and yeah. I ended up going higher than you went. <laughs> oh, you got sandwich. I went. Uh, I went. I went eighty-three. Well, this British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm thrown off that that it's got a high honestly ceiling. Notting Hill was really high. So 64 and below is me. 64 and below is you. 65 and above is me. That's about right. It's probably yeah, gonna be a 65. Yeah, it'll be in the 60s. Smacked it. I did smack it. No, you didn't. Did anyone? 64. <laughs> Consensus. Beautifully filmed. And oh. Unabashedly sincere. Oh, well, that can be a problem this day and age. About time finds director Richard Curtis at his most sentimental. Oh, that's good. It's above. It's above. You got it. Sixty-eight. Woo! So close. Wow. Sixty-eight percent. Just here's one of the rotten ones. There's a lot of comic and fantasy potential here, but much of it gets squandered. Positive. Some people will revel in this warm front of innocence. (laughs) Others will reach for their Voltaire. (laughs) Wow. That kind of sounds like it might be shitty. (laughs) 
I'm not saying I'm a Voltaire a fan, but yeah, that's a if, if the positive ones are some people, my yeah, level. 68 makes me think it's good. But some might that reach good. for their Voltaire. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still I'm, I'm I'll dress how quick I'll say this. I think this is another yeah. movie that um, all four of us will see. Maybe not yeah. in theaters, but this is a movie that all four of us sure. will see no matter what. There's no way I don't like this movie. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, yeah. no oh, way. Oh, I'll defend this to the death. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's McAdams. Yeah. I don't know if you saw her, but she's great. It's premise proof. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I even mean, if it's Groundhog Day or Click, yeah. hates. It's all. Uh, it's. I don't even know if it's a romantic comedy. It's just a romance with time travel that the British are doing, and the British are always yeah. funny. Yeah, the yeah. British cannot yeah. stop being witty as much as we think. Well, this guy's tasteful. I mean, like, yeah, he's sentimental, and like you yeah. see a little bit of that in the trailer. Yeah, that's the but only thing I'm worried about. I don't think that's really true with Love Actually. Like, I don't mm. think it's overly sentimental. I actually think it's kind really? of under... Yeah, think about it. Think about, like, the individual storylines. Like, the... You know what always, like, slightly irks me watching that movie is the way that um, Emma Thompson treats Liam Neeson right after his wife died. Where she, like, hits him on the shoulder and says, like... Come on, buck up, be a man. No, one, no one's gonna date you if you're crying. All yeah, the time. no one's gonna date you if you're crying. All the time. Like, Did she just die? His wife died. He's pretty recent. Yeah, it goes in the funerals in the movie. Oh, wow. yeah. He's like taking he care the, of his stepson. I mean, like it's it's a I don't know. And like like even individual things. I mean, there's moments that are overly sentimental. Right. But nothing's built up to the point where you roll your eyes. Yeah, I guess not over, overly sentimental. There's some, as you guys have said before, cheese. Yeah. Which I'm not sure I agree with. <laughs> well, corn. But swelling music. It's corny. Swelling music, I guess, yeah. denotes that. I but. think, I think I get what you're saying, because it's kind of like, even though it's called love, actually, it's not actually, it's not like there's a soulmate to someone. Right. It's the Hugh Grant and his Tasty Dish, who's my favorite. <laughs> She's yeah. fantastic. That's not necessarily a, they're in love now, it'll work. It's right. just uh, the excitement of st- Realizing that you're into someone, which is kind of the way date. all of those storylines are. Except for Firth. Well, f- that's like of. a soulmate thing. They never talk, and then all of a I sudden he's proposing. What, I love what it. odds do you think it are that it yeah. is that they don't divorce? Oh no, they're married. What's your? Yeah, come on, they're what's married your, right now. What's your favorite storyline? You that have, one. You have, Hugh Grant, Prime Minister and the Girl. Yeah. What's yours? Father and stepson. Me too. Father Me too. and stepson. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Truly. We appreciate it. We do. Yeah. Um, we are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series, and our sketches on Facebook and YouTube, or our website, which is cookstreetcookstproductions.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at cook underscore street. <coughs> All you ladies in your pockets at me. Podcast. All the fellas in their pockets were friends. Because it's 11.30 and we're podcast, podcast, podcast.